Yo, Scott? Yeah? Yo, yo, Sean, what up, dude? Oh, what's going on, bro? Yo, listen to me, listen. So, like, I know that you're always looking for a way to get Strength for Truth out there, like, get some, some people getting talking about and all that shit. Like, come be on my podcast, man. Your podcast? Yeah, yeah, n- not the wrestling one, not the wrestling one. I'm, I'm doing this other show. Like, it's, uh, it's like, you know, we do, like, would you rather questions, but, like, the real messed up ones, and, like, you know, it's stuff that you would never want to do, and, like, you know, it's, it's not, it's all, it's, it's bad times, but it's great times. It's, it's cool, it's cool. It's my, it's my podcast, man. Like, I mean, some other dude hosts it, but, I mean, we, we know who's really in control here. I don't know who's really in control here. I mean, me? Me. Oh, uh, okay. So you want to do it, right? I mean, come on. I'd rather not. Welcome to I'd Rather Not, the podcast about bad decisions and how we make them, like building an underground bunker to hide from murderous farm crops. Uh, I'm, I'm Andy Hill, your host, and joining me this week we have Owen. Is this the Dark Souls of Podcasts? Dark Souls is the Dark Souls of Podcasts. Uh, John's, John's back. Hey guys. Hey buddy. They called for Satan, but he was busy, so he sent me instead. Is that better or worse? Pretty good, I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Rhythm Bastard's here. I am also here, and it's the Dark Souls of Podcast because I die a lot on this podcast. Oh no! That's, yep, no, that sounds fairly accurate. You defeated! <laughs> and this week's guest is Scott. Hi, Scott. How's it going? Not bad, how are you? Can't complain. Hey guys, it's Scott Morgenthaler of the band Strength for Truth. Hey! So this podcast is a Would You Rather podcast where we discuss ridiculous situations that we come up with for whatever reason, um, and we look at the pros and cons. But before we look at this week's stuff, and before I explain the rules, we should probably look at what happened last week. So, last week, we had a discussion about businesses. We looked business at... Business ventures! Yeah, business, business ventures. That's, that's probably the best way to put it. So we took a look at uh, whether you'd rather want to work for a very successful farm. I, I believe, Owen, you called it the most successful farm in the world? Well, yeah, considering what you had to do to keep it. Yeah, the most successful farm in the world uh, where every so often you had to uh, survive a night while all the crops came to life and tried to kill you. Um, or if you'd rather work for a Fortune 500 company uh, that operated under Highlander rules and you had to kill your way to the top and protect yourself at all times. Uh, Owen. Yes. Twitter. That's a thing. It is a thing where we had people vote on it. We did. What did they vote? Tell me. Well, I believe last week the majority voted for the Highlander office. I believe that's right. And Twitter also agrees with 89% going with the Highlander Rules office. There can only be one. In each position of the publicly held company. Correct. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm, I'm glad they were in agreement. I, f- I feel like their Twitter seems to be pretty sane. I feel like they're constantly making the right decision, and I'm okay with that. Um, but this week, I, 
I don't even know what we're going to talk about this week, but I'll explain the rules anyway. So, as explained in the intro, this is a Would You Rather podcast. Uh, this week, John is going to present us with our situation. He's going to give us two options. We're going to have to decide what option is the best option in 20 minutes, uh, and everyone needs to come to a decision after that 20 minutes. When time is up, I'm going to ring this timer bell thing, which will signify that the time is up. Now, are we ready? Yes. Do it. Born ready. Okay. I'm ready. All right. John, bring me your question. So, guys, we're going to delve into a subject near and dear to my heart, my nightmares. We're going to talk about the things that give me pause when I sleep at night, and we're going to talk about the kind of fears that, you know, I think that we all experience in certain ways. Um, I think me most of all. Um, so this is probably going to be a little too revealing of how fucked up and stupid my life is. Uh, would you rather have clothes that constantly disappear or live with a crushing irrational fear of elevators? Now let me, <laughs> now let me give you the caveat for both. Okay. Now, with the disappearing clothes, now, this isn't straight-up magic stuff. Like, this isn't like, you know, you're going out of the house and, like, you know, you think that you're dressed and then, oh, man, I don't have any pants. What's going on? Like, this is literally like you leave the house, you're wearing your clothes, you're all good, and then suddenly, whoa, your clothes are gone. What happened here? <laughs> so when this happens, and when it happens, you can you can expect to be stripped down to your like you know you can expect to be stripped down to your underwear if if you're wearing it like if you're not wearing it well then you're you know you're gonna be free balling <laughs> okay. there have some have some fun with that like you might get lucky you might lose like only lose like your pants or something only your shoes but you should expect to like you know expect it's ghosts and goblins rules man you get hit you lose your armor you're in your underwear okay. And mm. it and the occurrence it's totally random. You can't predict when it will happen, but you've come to you've come to expect that it's at least going to happen once a week okay. and it will happen at usually quote unquote the most inopportune time. Oh fuck you. Okay. When that when that means is entirely up to your interpretation. Okay. Um, um it, however, it, you gotcha. can you can you can try to play it around this by, you know, bringing, like, extra clothes, but, you know. All right, let's, all right, you know what, let's, let's start a timer. Hey, John, let's start the questions. First. Well, hold on, it, I have the fear, I have one thing more thing for the oh, fear of elevators. Okay. Oh, okay. damn. There's, there's caveats for all of these, man. Of course. Fear of elevators. So, this fear of elevators, man, it actually manifests itself into, like, physical si si symptoms. Like, every time you're in an elevator, like, you're feeling really uneasy. Like, the elevator literally feels like it's super old, it's super creaky, like, you know, the cable is on, like, its last limbs, like, it's gonna snap at any second. Like, it doesn't matter how slow the elevator is going, how strong it is, like, you always feel this way. And every so often, when you're riding in an elevator, like, it, it's completely unpredictable, it's gonna happen less than the disappearing clothes, but every so often... You enter a fugue state in which you are convinced that the elevator cable <laughs> literally snaps and you fall to your death. Okay, time again. This death scene nope. always plays out in the same way, and it is basically the death animation from GoldenEye 007, <laughs> in which you have the blood going down your vision, and then you view yourself dying in, like, the third person in multiple different angles. All right, well, this is super specific. I just started the timer. Um, I have a question. <laughs> yes. John, what the fuck is wrong with you? I have weird dreams, man. I don't know. 
it's a weird okay. combination of dreams. Like I, I almost, I almost want to stop the the podcast and just see if we can have a discussion about your mental state, man. That's, <laughs> that's yeah, all my, all my dreams uh, are like normal for him. You know, like I'm late for tests and sexual inadequacy. You're late for tests of sexual inadequacy? No, late yeah, for tests test and of sexual inadequacy. Yeah. Oh, separate things. Got oh, it. Yeah, separate. but I mean, really, okay. that's, you know, the sexual inadequacy comes from when you treat every encounter like it's a test. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. It all makes gotcha. sense now. A test John, of, I, a test I have of an how to count question. to 10 seconds, right? I want right. to hear your actual question, Owen. How do I feel about escalators? Escalators are fine, man. So, like, I'm not worried about getting, like, crushed inside the escalator at all. Like, no if, fear hey, at all. Hey, if you're worried about getting crushed on an escalator, that's on you, bro. Like, this has, escalators have nothing to do with this fear, however. It's only elevators. Well, I mean, this really comes down to how many elevators you take in a given, given year, right? Well, I mean, how many elevators do you take in a given year? Yeah, because... Well, I think take, about that for a my second. Office, I have to take one every day. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you know, I live in New York. You know, we live in New York City here. Yeah, uh, John okay. and I do. Like, you know, we're constantly in buildings where we have to, like, you know, take elevators to like get to places. Yeah, I, think I, t- I take an elevator maybe once a year. I'm an elevator like throughout my life. It's ridiculous. I spend a I spend a good portion of my life in them. Okay. Um. All right. So so avoiding elevators is a distinct possibility but i want to talk about this whole clothing thing now <laughs> you said you said possibly i might only lose my shoes but but i i might i have to prepare for the possibility of being stripped down to my underwear right that is true now yeah. who defines underwear like is this the traditional sense of underwear where it's it it's it you know it's it's underwear or Whatever my bottom layer is, does that then become my underwear? Um, you know, I think it depends. I think it depends on the situation. I think that all goes on the random element of like you know, hey, if, if you're wearing a bottom layer, some maybe sometimes you'll keep like you know, if you have like an undershirt on, you'll keep that. Maybe you'll you'll lose that too. Who knows? Like in general, though, you're not gonna be left like super naked unless unless like you know you're not wearing any underwear at all, then in which case you're fucked. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so going commando is not a, is not a solution. And in fact, complicates the problem. Yes. No, going commando completely complicates the issue. All right. That now does, uh, now does thermal underwear like count as underwear, like long johns. You, ha- you have to, it has underwear in the name. Yeah. Long johns totally count. Like, you know, of course. if that's the only, if that's the only, you know, underwear you're ever going to wear again for the rest of your life, like, go ahead. I could just mm-hmm. wear some real sexy long johns. Like maybe those ones with the, the butt flap. Oh yeah. I yeah. Like just go like kick it eighth grade style. I mean, yeah. uh, eight year old style. Uh, yeah. Wow, every, that's that you make it worse. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, this just went to a real dark wow, place. Bro, I we were in John's no, nightmares. This, what? Yo, oh. man, uh. no, this got mad, ugly, mad quick. Yeah. All right. So, hey, John. Yeah. What's up? So, if I wear a lot of layers, does that increase my odds of not being naked? Sure. Okay. I mean, probability says that you know, if you're not, like, you know, if the chances are you're only going to lose some of your clothes, then if you're wearing more clothes, you might not lose all of them. Mm. 
I mean, the problem is, you know, then you're gonna, then you're gonna have to like, Either A, you're going to have to just wear a bunch of clothes all the time, which that doesn't seem very tenable, like, or B, you're going to have to move someplace where you can live a lot of clothes all the time, like, in which case, have fun living in, like, deep Canada? Yeah. yeah. Wait, okay, I have a question. Where where do my clothes go? That's a good question. Like, so, I thought about this, and then this is why I specified that this is just some, like, straight-up magic shit. So, like, you know, the, your clothes will go back to where they you originally got them from in the first place. So, so like, I don't have to keep rebuying them. No, you're not, like, okay. you're not losing your clothes. That would really suck. Yeah, I would. Like, that, that, that doesn't seem fair. So, the clothes go back to where you originally got them from. So, like, you know, okay, like, your shoes will go back to your closet. Maybe your shirt will go back to, like, your dresser or something. Oh. Hmm. Okay, what if so I pick them up off the floor, do they go back on the floor, or do they go in the closet? Depends on where you throw them. Yeah. You oh, know what? If you, yeah, you know what? Your clothes aren't going to clean themselves up for you. Damn, oh. I should have used it's, that. Your clothes yeah. are not... Your magic, your magic disappearing clothes aren't your fucking mom, Owen. But, mm. but maybe if you were. plan it well enough, they could be. Not a bad point, actually. I mean, if you live on an incline, yeah. <laughs> How would, how would living on an incline help? Think about, no, think about it this way. You set your bed up at the top of the incline. You set your hamper up at the bottom of the incline. You just throw your clothes off of that. I'm just I, saying. It makes sense, man. Then you just, I'd like, like then to you introduce you. Dressed, you literally Wait, just you roll down the incline and fall into the clothes pile, <laughs> and then you'll just emerge dressed somehow. That's, I've that, seen it in uh, the movies. That's amazing. I like, do not behind. think of this possibility. That's my question. I'd like to introduce you to the concept of friction, because uh, clothes are made of... You know, uh, material that has a very well, high I'm coefficient not of friction. You just lay them down, of course. You like this is you're setting your bed up at the top of the incline on a flat surface. Then, of course, you throw them down. You add up more. No, but fuck you that. You, you turned your floor into a slide. Yeah. Oh, it. I mean. Your bed. Yeah, your floor is a slide at that point. You're you're really or part you're of really selling me on this now. Like I, I yeah, saying, I kind of want this. I'm just I saying. get into this. All right, so I, I had to go back to elevator thing for a second. So, yeah, uh, what does that have to do with ahead. any of this stuff? Well, so, I don't know. I don't, don't know worry about it. on this point. Okay, so now, I, I live a life where I probably encounter an elevator like once a year at most, and I can usually avoid it by taking the stairs. Yeah, so, so I mean that for for me personally, like that that whole thing, I, whatever. I can deal with a debilitating fear on the one occasion I go into an, an elevator, you know, whenever. But I want to know, like this this vision of my death, a la yeah. Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna get that regardless of whether I'm currently in an elevator or not? Or or is that induced by being in the elevator? It's induced by being in the elevator. So I can avoid this whole thing if I just avoid elevators, right? Yeah. Wait, I have a question, yeah. John. Definitely. What's up? In the elevator scenario, are my legs broken so I have to use the elevator? Ooh. That's a good question. I mean, I can just take the stairs. Yeah, I just take the stairs. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, do you really want to take that gamble? Like, at the end of the day, you're going to have to take that gamble of, like, all right, cool. I'm going to have to be in a position where I can never take an elevator again for the rest of my life because. 
second I get in it, oh fuck, what if, what if I see myself die from like three different angles while they play that doom, 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 doom music? I won't die, right? Like, is there a possibility of me actually dying? I mean, hey, if, if you seeing yourself die like that is enough to induce you to, into a heart attack, cause you're like so fucked up by it, maybe. I mean, yeah, I can't, hmm. Wait, when we see the uh, the three angle thing, is it in N sixty four graphics? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh man, mm. I'm I'm into this now. I'm gonna start seeking elevators out. Yeah. Like, okay. So this this whole visions of death thing is this like the... yeah? I mean, yeah, you can go out like however you want, but that's a great way to go out. It, it's not bad. Okay. Seriously. Here here's a, here's a question. Now these visions of death are they like? Are they like Final Destination style, where like I'm just sitting there, and all of a sudden I just see the machinations of death working their way around me? Or is yeah, it, basically, is it more I it's, just watch myself die? Yeah, it's basically that. It's like you literally, like literally, your body feels as if like you know the elevator cord has snapped, and your that elevator goes plummeting down. Oh, I smashing the ground, and then you fucking die. I have a and then you watch question. yourself die. Yes, this is the age. As of, what, like two weeks ago? Of virtual reality. Ooh. If I walk around with a virtual reality headset on, like say I'm strapped into my my Oculus Rift, and I am in another world, and I enter an elevator, but my reality is that, that virtual reality, will I know I'm in an elevator, and will I get that vision of death and that feeling regardless of what I see? That's a good question. I mean, honestly, I, I'm not entirely sure how to answer that, considering that, you know, I don't – I think that there needs to be more information on the nature of how phobias is play out in virtual reality. Like, you know, I think that hypothetically, if, you know, if a virtual reality experience is enough to trick your brain into some kind of – into some kind of synesthesia or, or something where you, like, remove yourself from, like – it being uh, you, you remove yourself from the uncanny valley and feel like you're actually in the place. I could hypothetically see that. However, if you if you're just in the feeling of like, "Hi, I'm in an el- a virtual thing, and oh, I'm in an elevator in this virtual thing," but I'm not in an elevator in real life, so whatever. Like, hmm. could, I think that could be fine. Yeah. Does that? Now, here's the thing: is it something where like, if I experience the death vision, then I wake up and I'm on my floor, or like I just go through all that and I'm just starting to ride the elevator? Uh, you wake up and you're on the floor. Like, oh. hey, maybe someone pulled you out of the elevator because you're, they're like, holy shit, what is this fucking person writhing on the floor in the elevator, like, freaking out, screaming? <laughs> Does this apply to any elevator, virtual or, or real? So, like, if I see an elevator in a movie, am I going to get the same fear? Should you? I mean... Yes. When you watch Will a movie, you? when you Maybe. watch a movie and you're in like a car or something, or in a really claustrophobic space in a film, do you feel like, oh man, I'm feeling really claustrophobic? Well, like, what if I'm watching that stupid M Night Shyamalan movie Devil, where the whole thing's in an elevator? Like, will I be actually scared by it? No, I mean, I no. feel like <laughs> no, you won't be. But that's that's on you for watching an M Night Shyamalan movie in this day and age. What hey, the man, fuck are six, you thinking? Six Sense was good. Yeah, six cents. That is wasn't good. a fluke, hey, right? You know what? Shut. Yeah. You know what? No, Scott. I'm not going to hear that. that. I'm not going to hear that. That visit movie was real fucking funny, and then <laughs> the M Night Shyamalan twist was actually like fucking awesome and made that movie scary. All I right. was really surprised. 
Okay. All right. I, I'll, I'll I'll give you his his latest one. Sure. Okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Like if if you. Hey, if you you're watching a film, if that that's on you, like if you feel okay. like a real personal connection when like you're watching something to like, oh, man, I feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm in a place. Then, yeah, obviously, then like watching a scene where something is in an elevator or like watching a movie that takes place completely in an elevator, it's going to make you feel pretty uncomfortable. It might not, you know, induce that like strong paranoia of like actually literally being in the elevator. But, you know. Depending on depending on your like you know comfort level with with experiencing things your your phobias and fears like it might make you a little tense it might make you feel away I can't judge you that's that's on how you t- take your own fears okay exactly I have, I, John I have a question about the the clothes what's that Owen does this also apply to accessories like sunglasses or jewelry no. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. So I can just wear make a, a, a whole suit out of gold chains. Actually, should be okay. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna make it into if you're gonna make it into like an actual suit, like if you're gonna make it into like a suit armor or something, like at that point it seems like that becomes armor and you're fucking cheating. However, oh, I mean, damn. if this means that you want to wear a fucking chastity belt all the time, put your put your goddamn dick in one of those PVC chastity belt things. Like, you could do that, I guess. You say that like he doesn't already do that. Right, dude. Oh, what? right, I forgot the whole church thing, my bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know it. <laughs> I, I, I'm I, trying to wrap my head around this whole clothing thing because I feel like I'd be a pretty good candidate for having that as my choice. But at the same time, like I don't, I don't want to be walking around and all of a sudden just be in my underwear. Like, I'm, dude, I'm a, I, I I'm a teacher. I can't. Yeah, you do work with children. Exactly, and you don't know when it's going to happen. You just know it's going to happen at the most inopportune time. Which is literally my entire work day. Yeah, maybe it'll. Yeah, maybe it'll happen when like you're in a you're in a parent teacher conference. Uh, maybe it'll happen when like you're you're breaking up a fight between two oh, students. No. Oh, no. Maybe it'll happen like when you're like literally like doing the morning announcements or whatever. Uh, you know, like letting the kids all know like what's up for the day uh, or the week oh, no. or blah blah blah, and how they've got this test coming oh, up God. in the next couple weeks. All right. And so, then you've got to, like, train them for the shit, so you're going to set aside 20 extra minutes. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I know too many teachers in my life. Andy, yeah, for Andy, real. That I, sounds like you. Andy, I can't let you pick that scenario now. I, I can't. <laughs> I just can't let you. With good conscience, I can't. No, like, I can't. It's, it's a lot. It's a funnier situation until I apply it to my reality. I know. That sucks, doesn't it? Oh, damn it. <laughs> I mean, very impressive. I mean, thing. at the end of the day, you could also just, you know, have a, a change of clothes. Make sure you have a change of clothes in your desk. Yeah, so but that it's doesn't like, change the fact that I suddenly am naked or close to naked in front of 30 teenagers. <laughs> like, it's true. Well, now, do you, do the clothes, like, fade away? Can other people see the clothes disappearing? Yeah, is it a gradual or it's process? Like, or do yeah. it pop? It's just, it's just pop. Like, suddenly oh, it's like... God. Hey, you're just is... talking. You're you're giving a speech each, and like suddenly it's like you know. Oh, hey, does anyone have any questions? And like a bunch of people raise your hand. You pick on one of them, and you say, "All right, what's your question?" And they say, "Why are you naked?" <laughs> and then you're like, "Huh? Oh Do no!" I... Okay, follow up. Oh uh, uh, yeah, wait. My question is though, like, 
Are you the only person in the room that notices that you're naked, or does anybody else notice? No, everyone notices. You've, you, no, where did no, your clothes I've had go? Multiple dreams where it's like nobody else notices that I'm just like butt ass naked in this room. That's, like, that's oh, really there he is with his dick out question, again. I've had those and dreams so too. I'm just like playing it up, like just being like, word. I'm just like. Fuck it, then. That's that's actually a really good point because I feel like I feel like any dream where I am I am in the nude, it is that situation. I'm the only one that realizes it. No one else seems to be paying any attention. I would like to I would like to introduce dreams as canon in this situation, considering John, we're going off your nightmares here. I mean, we True. have to we have to accept dream reality, right? Well, it depends. I feel like you craft your own reality within your dreams, or maybe your dreams craft their own reality, and you just get used to them. Or I don't know how that whole thing. You goes. know, I mean, I, I do feel like that is a pretty good point, and uh, I'm willing to accept an a, an argument that like dreams are chaotic, and the reality is such that you know, yeah, I, that makes sense to me. That hypothetically, you could end up in a situation where you know. You, you end up losing your clothes. It's like, ah, oh, it's cool, whatever, no one cares, it's a party, yeah. I'm the only one that knows this. I'm supposed to swing my dick in people's faces. Ha, it's great. But Man, like, if only I had those dreams. I'm the one that's like, like kind of cowering in the corner being like, oh, shit, I hope nobody notices. And then it's like, nobody notices. Oh, yeah, that's why I had it, too. It's like, and no one notices, but like, I still care. Just like, I still care. And then you're like, oh, wait, nobody notices. And that's the best part of, like, the whole dream is... Just realizing that, like, everybody else is doing the exact same thing as you. But do you want it? But do you really want to take that gamble? Do you want it? Like, how do you know that, like, maybe what day is going to be the day that everyone notices? Maybe, maybe the day that no one notices is the day that, like, you know, you're getting your coffee from the Starbucks and then you're, you're suddenly your clothes are gone. But the day when people notice is going to be the one where you're doing parent teacher conferences. To be fair. How do you know? So, like, what if I have a. What's the worst that could happen out of all of that? And it's like, on a grand scheme of things, it's 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 not that big of a deal. So some sixteen-year-old saw your dick. I mean, it's nothing okay. they haven't nope. seen before. Gonna cut that off. <laughs> wow. So okay, no, question, like, Mr. Bad. I have a question. Right. Yes. So what if I have a job where like that involves taking my clothes off, like a model or a stripper or something? Like, do clothes magically just come back on at the worst opportune time, or if only, yeah. if only? That that's actually. I, mean, <laughs> I feel like that's a career choice for you. No, yeah. but if for you real, want a part, but a if you want. No, but if you want to parlay this talent, as it were, into being like a stripper or some other kind of a thing like that, like the hey man, that's more power to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I don't know. I I don't know if there's a there's a clear. I mean, for me, there's a clear choice because one involves me getting in severe legal trouble, and the other one is just a thing that I can avoid most of the time. But I don't. Both of these are shitty. I don't, Welcome. I don't want. Thank you. Show. I don't. I don't like it. Okay, you know who we need. We need what? to bring back a phobia expert. I really feel like we need a Mori Povich situation <laughs> for this. Wait, do we have Mori on the show? I wish we did. Oh, and we could probably get him, right? We have the guy who's like deathly afraid of pickles. I I think it was a woman, but yeah, that was a hell of a that was a hell that of an episode. I, I like the balloon episode. one. Um, oh, which we've right. mentioned before, but 
I really think like he's the most capable person to deal with phobias in a, in a reality. Okay. Um, well. On thanks, that uh, note of Maury Povich, <laughs> Povich, whatever. Thank you, thank you, Maury. Um, so we have to come to a decision here. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Scott. Scott. Yeah. Make your choice. You can have a closing argument if you wish, but you, you need to make you need to make a choice. You must choose. Of what? The, the two. Would you rather? <laughs> Would I rather what? <laughs> Seriously? I'm still no. I'm still lost on what I would rather do here. <laughs> would you rather the? Well, you know, like the elevator thing or the other thing. The, ele- the, the clothes oh, disappearing or the el- or the elevator fear. Oh my god. I mean, I, frankly, I'm cool with either, but <laughs> I guess. You must choose. I know I must choose. And I'm going to go with escalator. Elevator. Because escalators. <laughs> escalators are fucked, yeah. <laughs> uh, rhythm Bastard, what do you pick? Now, I was leaning toward the one where with the disappearing clothes because, let's face you know, like, I work out, I look good naked, you know, I'm not scared of that, and any job, I, all my jobs in the past involved me sitting at a desk, so I don't have to worry about, you know, like, accidentally showing my dick to children. However, I realize I'm not always going to be, you know, like, that good, and I'm in Florida, and we're deathly afraid of elevators anyway, like, we, you know... Like we we usually don't build buildings higher than two stories, so I feel like I could avoid the elevator thing for as long as I can. So I'm going to choose to be deathly afraid of elevators. All right, that's that's a that's a, I think a reasonable, well thought out choice. Owen, yes. What do you want? I am also going to go with the elevators because in the scenario to close, I have no control. They can just come off at any time. Whereas I could choose to avoid the elevators. That's a good point. So, and like I said, at my job, I have to use an elevator all, every day. But there is a set of stairs. And I feel like if I decide to go with the stairs instead of doing the elevator, then, you know, I'm, it might take a little bit more time, but maybe I'll get more exercise. Yeah, and get now those, that's true. Get those flights climbed in there. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna also legally going to have to choose the elevator. Um for the implications to my real life, but also yeah, because exactly. I I really don't take many elevators. I I can I can always handle taking the stairs. I mean, I used to college. I I lived on the thirteenth floor of a twenty two story building, and I even then I didn't take the elevator. I took the stairs. So you know, Dang. I can can handle that. Um, but but John, I kind of feel bad because you described both of these as your nightmare. How will you choose? The choice is easy for me. I have to choose the elevator. Okay. Because, you know, as scary as that feeling is, and I really, really hate the feeling of, like, being in, like, an elevator and feeling like, you know, because it's, tr- you feel like you're trapped, man, and, like, you feel like you're helpless, and the fact that, like, this thing could just snap and you could fall to your death and there's nothing you could do about it, like, it's stifling, but then you get the GoldenEye death animation, and play. that's really fucking funny when you think about it. That's a that's a real good animation. 
And yeah. it is, and it's it also speaks to like you know, and I love it, and like kind of, and it's kind of become a joke in a way, where it's like you know, even in my dreams, like I've kind of started to think of like, oh man, I hope this elevator doesn't break and kill me. All right, because it's happened so much that I know it's gonna happen. It's always gonna be that golden eye death animation because it so fucking freaked me out when I was nine. Would you would you say that the dream you see yourself has die from like so many different angles, man? That's fucking crazy. It blows your mind. You know, you could also, if you're in an elevator, Golden Double Seven, you also get that like chill little Grant Kirkhope like elevator man. They're like, oh, you're right. I forgot about. and I'm gonna have to stop that. And and as for the as for you know the disappearing clothes like yeah man fuck fucking disappearing clothes like you can't you can't choose when that'll happen maybe it's okay but like I'm I'm just worried the thing that upsets me most in these dreams when this shit happens is not even just like the fact that I'm losing my clothes the fact that I'm like wearing my underwear in front of these people more often than not it's just like the idea that like. I have to walk around with, like, my bare feet on, like, yeah. the street and oh, the sidewalk. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I grew up in New York City, man. Like, as much as it sucks to have to, like, you know, be in elevators a bunch because, like, you know, you live in New York City, you're you're going to be taking elevators. Like, being on the street with my bare feet sounds way more gross. I'm, I'm with you. All right. Yeah. I think that's a pretty yeah. good definitive statement to end on here. So mm-hmm. this has been I'd Rather Not, and I think – Frankly, none of us want to do any of these things. Um, nope. God damn right. So you're right. So so I, I think we're I think we're all at a consensus here. That said, however, uh, we do other things outside of this podcast. I brew beer and sh- and shit, and and I'll have that at PAX because PAX is coming up, and a bunch of us are going to be there next um, week. Ne- oh my god, it's next week, isn't it? Yeah, it's next week. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, PAX is next week, and a whole bunch of us are going to be at PAX East and enjoying ourselves there. Um, we might but, even have an impromptu, impromptu live edition of "I'd Rather Not." I, I'm down for that. Actually, we can. Yeah, why not? We can, we can figure something out. Uh, so we'll be, uh, we'll be there. Uh, I'll have beer there for for various panels and and whatnot. Uh, well, who else has stuff going on? Uh, Bastard, what are you doing? Uh, I. I've been Rhythm Bastard. You can find me Twitter.com at Rhythm Bastard. You can find my music at SoundCloud.com slash Rhythm Bastard or RhythmBastard.BandCamp.com where you can buy t-shirts, CDs, all that other fun stuff. I should be dropping a new song very soon. Ooh. You can also follow all my stuff at RhythmBastard.co.nr. Uh, for the time being, other than PAX East, the next convention I'm going to be playing is OutCon in Miami in mid-May. Excellent. Excellent. Owen. Hey. Um... I write for a website called ProWrestling.Cool. It's a website about pro wrestling, and it's .cool. Uh, me and John also do a podcast over there called The Heel Turn. It's live every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Go to the website for more details. And also, don't forget, this podcast that we're on right now is over at ZoneCast.com. That's right, and on iTunes and other yeah, and- fine podcast providers. Yep, and if you want to follow me individually on Twitter, it's at the underscore ozone. Excellent. Ozone. Scott, what do you do? Um, recording the next album for Strings for Truth currently, and um, trying to put together a few more videos before that whole thing gets together. Nice. So, uh, you have a website or anything we can check you out at? Of course. Uh, stringsfortruth.bandcamp.com. Also, soundcloud.com slash strings for truth, all one word. 
Both nice. of them, it works for all y'all. Awesome. Excellent. Uh, who did I miss? Oh, John, the guy who's hey, back. Hey, I'm, I'm John. I'm the guy who yells, I write for the pro wrestling dot cool, except I haven't been writing for it because I've been busy doing shit, like not having a job. Fuck. Well, you should write for the <laughs> website for your portfolio. I'm getting back to it. God, it's hard. Okay. Uh, the streets boss. are rough. I'm trying to try to help you. I mean, listen, John GM. Hard. You'll be fine. What was that Twitter, John? You can find me on Twitter at I am John GM or find me on the line at unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Nailed it! <laughs> yep. Alright, suck that landing. Alright, this has been another edition of I'd Rather Not, and we don't want to do any of these things, and we're gonna go now. So see ya. Frankly, we fucked this entire thing up. <laughs> we sure did. Yep. We talked about dreams a lot, and I didn't once use the Inception sound effect. I feel like I need to do that now. And the show's now over.